Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome back to Big Night, Jay Binkley. Nick Price producing the operation. Nick, did you ever hear the story with uh, the, the whole tradition that was started with Cody and Gold, the uh, snow cone for Chris Jones? So I've been seeing that a little bit on Twitter and everything. Yeah. I was out of town last week, yeah. so I haven't been catching sure. up as much. Fill me in a little bit, Bink. All right, here's how it happened. He was doing an interview with Cody and Gold, right? They, they have a lot of times they have different chiefs exclusively. For interviews and the way it works with COVID, it's a stretched out mic but it's right there but he's on like a golf cart right in front of you they come over they do interviews they talked to clyde they had a great interview with mccall hardman today they've had chris jones stop over there to talk to them during the show live it's good stuff and chris jones came over and was basically being chris jones you know telling great stories his roommates jen reed jen reed blew up a toilet one night and it caused a fire alarm to go off We've all done that. At least I have. I don't know about you, but I think we've all kind of – depends on the situation, but everybody's probably had to grab a plunger. If you've gone through life and have not grabbed the plunger because you got too much paper, maybe you're in a state with low water pressure, I will claim that one. Sometimes it didn't happen in these states. It happened in Florida, but it did happen in Rhode Island. Low water pressure, right? That's my excuse. Been there. Yeah. We've all been there. That's a good one. I'm going to pocket that one. That's good. Okay, so Chris Jones comes over. It's like 100 degrees, swamp-ass hot last week. He see there's a Kona ice truck that sits right behind where the – where the uh, not the atrium, but the tent that we're in. Um, we broadcast right from the field there, 610 Sports Radio, since we're the partner with the Chiefs. And he noticed that, you know, behind Cody and Gold, you know, beyond that, he was doing the interview, he noticed the Kona ice. And he asked for a snow cone. Cody was all about it. So Alex continues the interview. He was about done with the interview. But he continued it while Cody went and stood in line or skipped line, whichever Cody did. I'm not sure. Some people say he skips line sometimes. I don't know. He stood in line or whatever. He got the snow cone for Chris Jones. He came back like the next day, and they went and got him one too. So guess what happens when I'm up there broadcasting this weekend? I'm standing there doing the show, not even paying attention. And then I look up, and guess who's on a golf cart wanting to talk to me? And I was in the middle of the deal, so I went to break, take off my headset, say, yes, Chris, what do you need? Your snow cone. Nicely. So we went and got him a snow cone. I sent Sean over there. He got him one. Gave him that, so get him one. He gave him the tiger blood. Gave him the tiger blood. A snow cone. So it's it's a tradition now. And I guess they were. He Chris didn't make it over there today. He's a little bit cooler today, right? But I think it's a fun tradition, right? He comes over for a snow cone. Oh, yeah. Switch him, you know, going inside, outside this year. So, man, deserves a little snow cone. Yeah, snow cone Jones. 
He should buy his own snow cone machines and have the snow cone Jones. I like that. Yeah. They could be going around the neighborhood, whatever, snow cone Jones, owned by Chris Jones. I like that. What I what I told Sean is, I said, you know, if they had a steak and eggs thing out here, like I would have bought him that. Because that way Cody and Gold would have to deal with that like every day. Like every day. They'd have to go get steak and eggs for a tradition. Because I got stuck with their tradition, right? Because Chris Jones came looking to me for a snow cone. It's like that's that, that pet that you feed. They're always going to come back. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, it's kind of funny, but that's how the whole thing started. It's great. It's all in fun. I love doing it. I think it's funny. I think it's funny he's looking for a snow cone. And wouldn't you when it's 100 degrees? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking for a snow cone or any kind of, you know, dessert or anything like that. And I'm not out there putting in the kind of effort that he is in 100-degree weather. So he more than deserves it. What do you think Patrick Mahomes could get if he wanted something? Whataburger. <laughs> well, he's already <laughs> got that. You know, I'm not 100% sure that Kona Ice thing just wouldn't just go straight to his dorm. Just, here yeah, you go, right. Bro. Here you go. You want it? Here. Just put it in his locker. Yeah. I mean, well, he can have anything he wants. Yeah. That Whataburger is coming soon. I keep thinking of him every time I see that behind home plate. Mm-hmm. That Whataburger sign coming soon. Six locations, I think. We're getting one up north. I'm pumped. I was talking about it the other day. Someone texted in about it. It's over where the old Metro North went. They blew it up or whatever. But that T-Shots is out there, whatever. It's going to be up there. And I said it's going to be the best one. Like, that's going to be their showcase place. That's like the best Whataburger of all the Whataburgers here will be there. And they thought I was serious. I was like, no, I'm just saying that because I'm from the Northland. It's right. going to be the same. I still think he needs to open up Mahomesburger, though. I do. I mean, he's got the cash. He could hire the executive chefs, you know. Tell me that there wouldn't be people wanting the Mahomes burger or Reed. Because Andy Reed would love to design the burger. All oh, the yeah. detail he does to everything, he would love his own burger. Oh, yeah. The big red burger? Yeah. Patrick could sign his own autographs every thousandth customer gets them because he owns the company, do whatever he wants. I'm sure the other players would do it, too. I think you should go work for Mahomes' marketing department. I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, Whataburger's cool. Cool that he's bringing it here. It's cool. But, I mean, he's buying a portion of Sporting KC. He's already part of one of the Royals. Just branch out into the uh, burger business. I mean, we're all waiting, Patrick. You saw those four-and-a-half-hour lines for In-N-Out in Colorado when they put it in and out there. Of course, half those people are high anyway, and they had the munchies. There's a four-hour line for in, for White Castle in, in Florida. Something as simple as White Castle. Do we let just leave here in Blue Springs? That I absolutely love. And I will still buy their frozen little... Patties of goodness at the store, even though many people don't like them. I do. Four and a half hour wait in Orlando because they didn't have a White Castle. What do you think of a Holmes burger would be? Can you imagine the line around the building? Can you imagine the traffic around the building? You have to probably sell them satellite out at Arrowhead just to have enough space for all the cars. You'd have to do something. You'd have to do something. Unbelievable stuff. But Eric Bieniemy spoke today, and I always love li- listening to Eric Bieniemy. He tells it like it is. Like I said, earlier I played his thoughts on McCole Hardman. Here's an example of Eric Reed telling it, or Eric Bieniemy telling it like it is when he wasn't exactly thrilled with practice today, and he said so. Well, obviously, you know, being a competitor, we all want it to be perfect. 
but we understand the ebb and flow of practice. Sometimes you have good days. Sometimes the, the, the guys on the other side have uh, good days. The only thing that you want to see is guys making sure that they continue to play with the, uh, the effort that we expect them to play with. And then when it's all said and done, we'll, we'll coach it up on tape and just clean it up. So today, we didn't have a, a, a very good day, but I'll have an opportunity to really evaluate it once we go in there and take a look at it on tape. So there you go. Said it right there. You know, not a great day. Not a great day of practice. Tells like it is. I mean, this could be ups and downs. I mean, you're in, you're in training camp. It's why a lot of these injuries you don't worry so much about. Like Kelsey walking off the field on his own the other day. Even if he took a cart, you got to consider that it's a huge hill right there. And most of the guys, they're guys that will take the cart to a bathroom if they don't want to use the porta potty, right? They'll go up that hill in a cart. But that was uh, that was Eric being to me. The other thing I thought was interesting was his take on the offensive lineman. Because today, with Mike Rimmers out with the back spasms, three rookies. You talk about this rebuilt offensive line, still some question marks what kind of offensive line you're going to see. Are the rookies going to earn their job? Because Creed Humphrey at center, Trey Smith at right guard. And then if Lucas Niang, who was in there today at right tackle, opted out last year, so he's a, a rookie this year, that'd be three rookies on the offensive line. There's a language and unspoken thing we talk about called language of linemen. Communication. So what's Eric think about having three rookies starting in there in offensive line? You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about those young guys. Coach Heck is a, is a hell of a coach. He does a great job of communicating. He's done a great job over the years of teaching. Uh, he has a way with those guys. Those guys are doing a good job. Are they right where we need them to be right now? No, but that's what training camp is for. In fact, you know, as bad, <laughs> you know, as, as you hate to see mistakes made, it's almost good because now you can go out there and, and take a look at it on tape and have those guys learn from their mistakes. So right now, these guys are doing a heck of a job. They're learning the strain to finish. And when it's all said and done, with Coach Heck is doing an outstanding job of collectively getting those guys to learn how to play together. Coach Heck, the offensive line coach for the Chiefs, of course, Andy Reid, Former offensive line coach at University of Missouri cut his teeth doing that too. But Eric Bieniemy went on about the the uh, the rookie lineman and the fact that they're in there forces them to communicate with each other. It, it forces all of them to be accountable to one another because at that position you have to communicate. You have to have awareness, and you got to stay in contact with each other. So it forces those guys to talk to one another, which is a great thing. So all the little things that they're not doing is going to help them as we continue to build. So there's Eric being me on that. Nick, are you aware of the whole uh, Usain Bolt? Oh, yeah. Tyreek Hill chatter oh, going yeah. around. Been keeping up with that. I think deep down they like each other and everything. Yeah, but definitely. They're, it's, they're it's gonna have, they had a little Tyree Kill had a little fun with it on Twitter, like, hey man, anytime, anywhere, right? So yeah. the reason this whole thing got brought up, Usain Bolt, he's not in the Olympics, he's retired at this point. He's thirty two years old. But he was on the Pat McAfee show and he brought up Tyree Kill. You, did you see Scotty Miller? You know, obviously you did. He scored that touchdown on fourth down right before half there. That's going to happen there. He's very fast. Tyreek Hill, very fast. There's a lot of conversation in the NFL of who's the fastest. It, have you ever got into that game at all? Me and Tyreek Hill um, got into it because he's a Gatorade sponsors athlete also. So we got into it one time. We're sitting out, we're talking. He was like, yo, he could take me. And he was talking blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then I went to the combine one year. And if you pull... If you go on the net right now, 
I ran 4-2-2 in my sweats and some Pichu. <laughs> you got no chance. Bro. None whatsoever. <laughs> hey, do you see, you know why? Because one primetime game, they were talking about Tyreek uh, Hill's speed. It was like either his rookie year or second year. It was primetime game. And they put him running uh, next to you on the track. And they were like, yeah. look, the start. It was a 200, I believe. Look, the yeah. start, they're the same there. And then you pulled away towards the end. But they were trying to yeah. showcase Tyreek Speed, and I think a lot of us were like, maybe could catch him. <laughs> wow. You seen both in the NFL. I did not know you ran a 4 That was That really happened? If you, watch, if, you, if you check it out on the internet, you'll see it. You'll you, see it. Hey, you would have been a great wideout, too, man. You would have been. Know, a, I know, for sure, for sure. And I got, I think I got good hands, so that would be good. So, so there he goes, Usain Bolt. Now, the record, the combine is Chris Johnson with the 4-2-4. Uh, no, actually, John Ross, excuse me, from the, the Bengals, reset that market at a 4-2-2, right? That's the same thing Usain Bolt got, 4-2-2. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see it. He he wasn't expecting to run, but he was wearing sweats and, like, some, you know, he was just there at the Super Bowl or whatever, and he ran it. But, of course, the timers could have been anybody, right? Maybe not a trained timer like there. Tyree Kill did not go to the combine but ran a 4-2-9-40. Now, here's the thing. I don't know what Usain Bolt's training regimen is. Okay, when he was training – Fastest guy in the world. There's no question about it. Bolt was the fastest guy in the world. There's no question about it. 100, 200. Different than a 40-yard dash, though, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's just different. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I would probably take my money if I was going to bet on this, and I'd bet on Tyree Kill, especially in a 40, only because Tyree Kill trains his ass off every day because he's a current NFL player. Usain Bolt is not a current anything. Yeah, and I mean, also, like, Usain Bolt he's is 32, he's 34. Too. Oh, 34 yeah, now, excuse me, 34. 34. Tyree kills 27. Big I don't know. Difference. I mean, I think it would be a pretty good it'd be a pretty good race. I think it'll be fun if they're able to get this together. Did you see Bolt's tweet this morning, too? No, I, did. I saw Tyreek tweet back. What did Bolt say? Yeah, so Bolt said uh, a force of nature with a cheetah and a lightning bolt emoji. And oh, it's did him he? racing a cheetah. Yeah. And then Tyreek, quote, retweeted it, says, that's cute. Yeah, there you go. So, so Eric Bieniemy, Eric Bieniemy was asked about the situation, right? So EB, all these things going on, gets asked about Usain Bolt and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Listen, I'm not getting into that. If he wants to race it, you know, so be it. I don't know when that's going to take place. It'll probably take place sometime next offseason. But I'll be curious to see Usain Bolt run. Now, here's the thing. I truly believe that Tyreek can run. When we start talking about these legends, I'm going to err on the legend. And I love Tyreek, okay? <laughs> but I'm going to err on the, the Olympic gold medalist, you know what I mean? And, and that's not to say I don't love him, you know what I mean? I love Tyreek, but I'm going to err on the legend. Oh, is EB going legend, Ooh. man, over his own guy? I don't mean, he sees him every day. I don't know, man. Like, these, these baseball players retire, you know. They're in their 40s. They can come back and hit like 300 Major League Baseball. You know right. what I'm saying? Now, Tom Brady has shown, okay, you can win past 40. Phil Mickelson showed you can win past 40 in a major. Special circumstances. But off, like Peyton Manning, like he's going to the Hall of Fame this year. He's also the last quarterback for the Broncos to beat the Chiefs in 15. You think if he, <laughs> you think if he came back like two years after he retired that he would still be throwing 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns? Hell no. I don't think so. I mean, you know, Peyton had a, a brilliant mind, which made him able to continue with the Broncos and everything, even after the arm was kind of gone. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, because when I was watching Bolt back in the Olympics, you know, 
the three different Olympics that he was in, I've never seen anybody that fast. And it's kind of the same thing with Tyreek Hill. I've never seen a football player move as fast as he does and accelerate as quickly as he does. So I'm hoping, you know, Bolt was saying they're both Gatorade athletes. You know, maybe Gatorade sets something up. Maybe they have a commercial come out or something like that or do a promo event. I'd love to see it. Beijing, London, Rio, gold, gold, gold. You know I mean, just dominated, like you said, three Olympics, dominated. Which is crazy, too, over a 12-year stretch to continue being the fastest person in the world. In the 100 and the 200. Yeah, I always it was remember. both of them. I always remember that one, too, where, you know, he was he was pulling away so much that he turned around and kind of held his hands out to look where everybody was. That was, I mean, that was one of the most legendary Olympic moments I've ever witnessed. But I've seen I've seen that little line running, like with Usain Bolt running and like Tyree Kill running on the field, like where they bring it down. Yeah. I'm just curious. Tyree Hill's a short burst guy. I mean, in a hundred, okay, you know, maybe if he stays yeah, the in strides, shape, I, you I, know. I, don't, I don't know if he runs. Like I don't know what he does. I don't know if he puts his I, mean, I don't I mean, he probably trains. I don't know what's he training for though. He's retired. He's already proven it, done that, did that. Z Cheetos and put his foot up on the couch. I mean, if he's doing that, hell yeah, I'll take Tyree Kill. But 40 yards, I've never seen anybody faster than Tyreek Hill, ever, ever. So right now, Nick, I would go Tyreek. I would, I would probably go Tyreek, too, just because okay. I know the text line will hate me if I say the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Playing it safe. Coming up next, we've talked about McCool Hardman. You're Tyreek Hill, and he's listening to Andy Reid. Step up. These guys are friends, but about stepping up. McCool Hardman uh, well, well, sat down. There's the cart there they bring up with Cody and Gold today. I mentioned the uh, snow cones that Chris Jones would want. These are always fun interviews. But Cody and Gold sit down with McCole Hardman today. I'll bring you that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Big Good Night, Jay Binkley. Nick Price producing the upper. Nick, that's where it all happened, man. 
That's awesome, man. That, that, that's the Stoke Cone that's incident, so the first one of them. But the tradition continues, which is absolutely beautiful. And text line, clean your ears out. I said he's currently not running, meaning he's retired. I know he's the world record holder still in the 100 and 200. Bet you can't tell me it happened in Berlin in the 2009 World Championships, can you? I didn't think so. But Cole Hardman, guys were, guy we're counting on stepping up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Talked to Cody and Gold in another one of those fun interviews. Here's McCole Hardman from the day, in case you missed it. We got McCole Hardman joining us here on uh, 610 Sports Mike Radio. Check, Mike check. You're good. We got hey, you, McCole. Yeah, we were just saying the, the last couple of practices, Chris Jones has come by every day to grab a snow cone because it's kind of he asked for a snow cone when we had him on last week. He ran off this time, so we didn't get him a snow cone. So what I guess, a snow cone is it? I mean, if you want the blue one, this is for Chris, but he didn't grab it, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yours. Yeah, keep that right there. Yeah, keep okay. that right there. All right, yeah. so we'll get you that. Yeah. How, how things going? Tomorrow you guys got to put the pads on. Is there there's some? Oh, we put pads on tomorrow? I, I believe. Well, yes. you, you probably know more than I do. I, I believe that's the case, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, yeah, put pads on tomorrow. Let's do it. What difference does that make for you just as a player? Like, you guys do all the camp, and, and like, it starts to kind of feel, I imagine, somewhat repetitive or monotonous, but when you finally get to do – Real football stuff, right? Hit, tackle, move. What's the difference for you? Well, you get hit, and I hate getting hit. So, um, <laughs> nah, it's it's just uh, the practice get more physical. Um, you got a little bit more pounds on your body uh, with the pads on, so um, kind of get a little bit more challenging. But um, it's gonna be fun. I think I think it's about time we put the pads on and see and see where everybody at and where everybody stack up at and just you know get this thing on the roll. Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill yesterday and the last couple of days have talked more about your maturity and workouts and everything that they've said that they wanted you to try to help take the next step at receiver. Do you feel different, I guess, coming into camp? And how do you take it when those two guys are talking about it? Uh, I mean, it's always good to hear, you know, somebody saying good stuff about you. You know, as long as it ain't bad, I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it's, it's cool, man. I just, you know, got a different mentality coming to this camp, a uh, different mindset. And um, I, I know my goals in mind that I want to accomplish, and I know what I need to do to, um, to get those goals. And um, but I just want to, you know, be the best player out here I can to help out these guys and, and with my number call, just be ready for that for that call and, and do what I need to do. What what are what are some of those goals that, that you have for this season? Um just stay healthy, um be, better stats than I was the previous year, you know. So just just individual goals that uh that I want to accomplish. Um but as far as that just just doing what I need to do. So everything I did last year I wanna do it better than um this year does it feel like for you entering now year three of training camp and year three with the Chiefs does, does it feel like a much bigger season for you uh yeah I think it's more opportunities out there on the field now um so I mean somebody got to step up and, and, and take advantage of every opportunity so I think I, I want to do that and if my number is called for that I think I'm ready for the challenge and I'm step up to the plate and I'm um, trying to knock out the part for real so you're just gonna see how it goes I see you decided to go full mustache I saw Travis Kelsey with a mustache is this a team camaraderie thing or are we just thinking you like to look because of Reed uh oh no they, they said something about mustaches like however long ago so I guess they they gonna shave all this I ain't got no beard or nothing you know so I just got the mustache <laughs> I'm good with it so I'm, I'm already part of the crew so that's all good. So we should expect more mustaches than just Travis Kelsey's. Uh, probably. I mean, if everybody get on board and Trav got a good, uh, you know, he good at you know convincing people to do things. So pretty <laughs> sure you start seeing mustaches uh, this week. So we'll see. Is he the guy on offense other than, than Patrick? Maybe that, that kind of as far as convinces people to to do some stuff like that. Is he kind of the ringleader? Dieter. Dieter is one. Really? Of them. Yeah. Dieter is one of them too. Um, he he come up with crazy ideas and Trav kind of like just go along with it and. They start putting these ideas together, and that thing, you know, the whole offensive line doing it, the, the receiving court doing it, and you're just like, okay, all right, uh, 
Y'all got that. <laughs> We're talking to McCall Hardman here on 610 Sports Radio. So when we had Chris Jones, in addition to the, the snow cone, we asked him who he was rooming with. He said it was Jaron Reed, and he had mentioned that there was a fire alarm that went off about a week or so ago. Can you confirm that? He said it was due to a, a, a toilet that had flooded. I don't know about a toilet flooded. He blamed flooded. it on Jaron Reed. He blamed it on he him? Call, he said Jaron Reed had, quote, a royal rumble. <laughs> that's 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 what he said. <laughs> a royal rumble. That's funny. Now, it was, I can't confirm the fire alarm. Okay. I can't confirm that, but the Royal Rumble, I, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Who's your roommate? Uh, me and Dieter, Garrett Dieter. Okay. Oh, so, so you're stuck with the influences at B after all of that. <sighs> I'm stuck with him, man. That's, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> you had an interesting offseason, too, McCole, not just working up to the season, but, you know, we've constantly been asking for these races. Tyreek's been talking trash to Usain Bolt, and you had a chance to actually race some other NFL guys. I know that you probably were very proud in that moment. Is there anybody, even including Tyreek Hill, that you don't think you can run faster than in this league? I'm fast. I think I'm faster than all of them, for real. Um, Tyreek, only re- every reason I take Ty- say Tyreek faster than me is because he beat me in the race, actually. So that's the only reason I give him the heads up. But he won't race me again. So uh, all this talk, he talking about you saying, both tell him to race me again, you know, and we, and we can say that. But. So if we have Tyreek on, he, we've got to force him into racing you again? He won't race you? He's not going to race me. He's not going to race me again. He's trying to race you saying, boat. he's trying to do bigger and better things, honestly. <laughs> but, um, now nah, it's Tyreek 1, I'm 2 for sure. And then it's everybody else after that. It really don't even matter after, after us. So. What about Bolt and, and Hill? What do you what do you make of, of Tyreek Hill saying he would get him? Uh, listen, I'm, I'm going to stay out of that one because <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Usain Bolt fan. So I, I don't know. But if he was to train for 40, I mean, he ran 4-2-2 in shoes. So I. I don't know. Like, that's going to be tough to decide. Maybe 10 can get him. Maybe he's not got his speed no more and 10 can get him. But if he got any left of his speed left, uh, whew, it's going to be a long 40 for 10. <laughs> Speaking with Chiefs wide receiver McCole Hardman here on Cody and Gold, I think you're the right guy to ask for this. I've been hosting with Alex for now about 18 months. I think I've seen him go on, like, multiple dates, like, twice this entire time. <laughs> I don't think he – I don't think it's a dating scene in Kansas City's a problem. I think it's him, McCool. How do you think the dating scene's been? Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, whoa. I plead the fifth on that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I plead the fifth. But, hey, listen, it's some wonderful girls in KC I've seen. I've, I've been around. So, it, it, I don't think it's the dating scene in KC. I think if you if you can't get on dates or nothing, it's, it might be the, the individual himself. So I'm just saying. <laughs> that was the nicest way McCole could say that towards me. By the way, I just want to hear. It's an insult, man. Yeah, end, yeah but pretty much. Is, pretty much. That's fair. It's fair, at least at that point. The criticism is you've you've established it, at least at this point. I think he's just too picky, McCole. I think he just needs to explore some other options. Well, it's good. His standards are high. That's, that's very good. If your standards are high, that's great. Keep keep by your standards because the right one will come along. How eager are you guys, though, just to, to get to not only padded practice, but get to the start of the season? I know it's, it's just still early in camp, but just to get to everybody's talking about what you guys could be capable of this year. Patrick Mahomes uh, was, was talking back in the offseason that hey, he wants to go 20-0. and 0. Oh, yeah, we, I think I think it's, it's, it's about that time we, you know, get back on the field. I think everybody's eager. But, you know, we got to put this work in first. So we got to take it day by day and put this work in. And, like, Pat, I'm, I'm riding with Pat. So if he say 20-0, and 0, so we want to shoot for it, we're going to shoot for 20-0. and 0. I mean, that's I think that's everybody goal in the league is to be, you know, don't lose a game. You know, realistically, is that going to happen? We don't know. But that's the goal of mine, and, you know, we got to take a game, uh, a game at a time. You've been vocal sometimes on Twitter against some of the people who might be criti- critical of those things. And how do you let those things either fuel you or stay out of your head when they need to? Like, how do you kind of use that? Because I know Tyron does 
you know, some of that as well, and I think it often motivates them. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of motivation because people always doubt you, you know. It's, it's a lot of people just sit on that couch just trying to get a reaction out of people. Um, they probably live miserable lives, so, you know, it's just like – uh, it's just motivation or, or just you want to have fun at the moment and just make some, just to respond and see how people are going to respond back. But it, it really don't bother you at all or get it to your head, especially somebody that's not living better than you or beneath you. So it's like, what what are you going to say to me to make me mad for real, you know? So sometimes it's just all fun and games and sometimes it motivates you, but it, it, it never it gets to us at all. So I see you interact with fans a lot, though, on Twitch. You're into gaming. What's the, what's the latest for you? Uh, well, I've been I've been out of the game a little now since I've been in training camp. Um, I kind of got a couple games in on the off day, but um, I probably started back up strong here whenever we get break camp and I get some time at home. So, but I love the gaming, man. I try to get better. I'm not good right now. I'm all right. So I'm just trying to get better at that. What are you best at? Like 2K. Madden. Okay. Okay. Well, 2K mostly. I, I like I like my 2K game. So. <laughs> Until they you know make Tyreek a 99, you can just boycott Madden. I know. I don't know why he's not like. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever see. Like, how he's not 99? Like, it's, I don't know. But I'm going to boost him up to a 99. <laughs> We're going to keep it like that. McCall Hartman joined us here on 610 Sports Radio. Appreciate it, man. We'll get this snow cone. Snow cone. I okay. need that. All right. We'll get it to you. That's- so now, the McCall won the snow cone, too. I think they gave him Chris Jones's because he didn't come get it today. So McCall got it. It's a, it's a, we need our own snow cone machine, I think. Like, Seriously. I'm not joking. I think 610, we need our own snow cone machine. Because they're, eventually they start to get around. And what if like 15 players come over and want them? Then yeah. What I we, mean, then what are we going to do? Those things are like seven bucks. Well, and maybe, maybe the Chiefs could supply us with the snow cone machine. And then it's kind of our deal, man. Right. We, we kind of, we kind of uh, made our bed, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it'd be nice to have a snow cone machine here around the office. Oh, yeah. I can I mean, deal with that. Training camp for a couple weeks. Yeah, bring, bring it back, it back here for, for yeah. the regular season and the off season. Who doesn't like a snow cone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not I'm great, I'll great on, on air because you know, you're chomping the ice and stuff. I'll talk to the big bosses, see what I can do. No. Well, if you chomp on ice, you know what they say when you chomp on a lot of ice, right? At least I was told that. What's that? Sexual frustration. <laughs> <laughs> I had a buddy that told me that. I like looked it up. He's like, you're chewing a lot of ice, bro. So I looked that up. But regardless, there's McCole Hardman today. But the quote of the day, something that stood out the most to me wasn't said by Hardman, wasn't sound, said by Eric Bieniemy, wasn't said by Jaron Reed. It was said by a guy named Will Parks. Who? I'll tell you next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Binkley. Nick Price, producing the operation. I mentioned the name Will Parks. You a huge Will Parks fan since he's been in the NFL? No, he's probably not going to make the roster. But he was drafted in the sixth round back in 2016. Played for the Broncos, the Eagles, Broncos again. Now he's with the Chiefs. He spoke that he, he's played in 72 games, started only 18 games in his career, but a defensive back, you know, corner, safety, especially the nickel, can do things. He's got that flexibility. Devin Key's another guy that's undrafted. Yeah, I think he makes this team as an undrafted safety, to be totally honest with you. Tackling machine, 350 tackles in college, Devin Key. This guy's a stud. But anyway, Will Parks, 
had something very interesting to say today, I thought, talking about the Chiefs locker room, because he's been in Broncos locker room, other locker rooms. He said this about the Chiefs locker room. I can go on and on and on, but I think the best thing about being here is the camaraderie, camaraderie of the locker room. Um, it's a lot of togetherness in there. Um, a lot of guys smiling faces every day. Um, guys coming in and work. Um, being around uh, Tyron Matthew, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's probably one of those things that's kind of a joy to me. He's one of my favorite guys in the league, but to be on the side with him. And the way he comes in every day kind of reminds me of myself, just so wired, talking to himself. You know, when we wake up, we see lions and wolves. You know, it's just so many things I can go on and on about, but I think the locker room is probably the biggest thing uh, I'm adjusting to. And that's not true everywhere? No, it's true everywhere. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's, it's just super, super, super dynamic here. You know what I mean? It's a winning organization and stuff like that, so it's just different. That's the point. That's the point right there, man. He just said, listen, locker rooms, they're tight, a lot of them. This is different here. It's that championship feel, man. These guys wear rings. They carry them. You know, and they went to two straight Super Bowls, been to three straight AFC title. There's expectations. Guys want to be here. There's an expectation when you're here that it's about winning. It's a winning culture, a winning atmosphere. That's what they've built. They're a close-knit group. They like to have fun. But I call them light switch guys because they don't win the flip the switch. I remember a couple years ago in the Broncos. You remember that game, Nick? You got season tickets. You go out there quite a bit. It was a snow game against Denver. And they were making snow angels and stuff. That's all fine, but they knew when to flip the switch. And the linemen are like this, too, because they know when to get nasty and when to be cool, you know? Be nice guys, you know, hug people, give kiss babies, that kind of stuff, but know when to be nasty and mean on the field. You got to have a switch, man. This locker room knows how to have fun, but they know how to kick your ass, too. They know how to do both. And that's what makes them scary. Yeah. It's all about staying loose, right? And this team knows how to stay loose, but they also have that extra gear that they can kick it into at any moment. So Will Parks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I was just going to say, because like they've been there and they've done that. You know, They've been in those situations. They've performed at the highest level. They've had these comeback wins. They've had, you know, they got the ring. They got back-to-back Super Bowls. They know that they're good enough to do it. But also to see that, you know, the winning is kind of loosened them up a little bit. Great environment. I know. This this is what the Royals had when they were winning with the Yost disciplinarian, but yet knew how to relate to the players, just let them have fun. Andy Reid's kind of the same way. You don't want to get in this doghouse, though. Like, you don't want to. It's a fun group. They like to have fun. And not only that, but I saw something at rookie minicamp the weekend before. Um, The rookies and quarterbacks were here, and Mahomes was out there, and and the rookies were out there, Nick, and they, like guys like Thornhill, the guys that got hurt were rehabbing. They're getting time like Taco Charlton was out there. And at the sled, because the, they get a lot of attention, the rookies do, because coaches are all there. But there's not as many people in the reps, right? The rookies, they didn't have like a full team. Guess who was there talking to Joshua Kando? Like, just talking to him was Taco Charlton. Like, here's a guy trying to maybe take some playing time from him, but there he was talking to him. It's like a reflection of what this team is. You know, parting that was, but it goes back to Alex Smith and what he did with Patrick Mahomes and all that. He just, he did some really, really cool stuff. That's quote number one, I think, from the day, the tight Nick uh, locker room. But Eric Bieniemy too, said something. We'll go back to him for just a second. He was talking about Jody Fortson, who was an undrafted guy. He's been on this roster on and off, the practice squad, the regular roster, been a tight end, wide receiver. He's back to playing tight end. He's flashed to camp. He's shown some flashes. But Eric Bieniemy had a message for him and all the younger guys as well. Understand this. I always tell these young guys every single day, all right? 
there's an imaginary sign at the front door in, uh, in, in Kansas City, and there's an imaginary sign right outside that locker room hiring all positions, okay? So make sure when you step out in that, that locker room, when you put on that uniform, you're interviewing for a job. So every opportunity you have an opp- to go out there and show something, put it on tape. He was basically saying, earn your way on special teams. You know, go out there, impress on special teams, impress Dave Tobe. Maybe it comes down to you or somebody else, and you flashed on special. They'll keep you over somebody else. If you're good on special teams, that player will be kept on this roster instead of somebody else. If the, if the skill level is relatively the same, if you could play special teams, we're hiring all the time. This is my second favorite quote of today, this one coming from Eric Bieniemy. And it's true. He said it's imaginary sign. See, Romeo had real sign. <laughs> like, I was out there the day the Eliminate Bad Football was out there, right? Like, Romeo had real signs. When you don't have to put a real sign and people just know it, that's when you that's when you've arrived. Like that Chiefs team had not arrived. This one has. You don't need signs. Un untold signs, un, unwritten signs are the best. You know the expectations. You know exactly the expectations coming in. But the more I hear Eric Benami talk, I'm shocked, man. I'm shocked this guy does not just like totally destroy interviews and teams like that's my guy. That's my coach. I'm still baffled. You know, here's a guy that knows that played for Andy Reid and be enemy. A guy that was a running backs coach here when Andy Reid showed up in 2013. He's been every step of the way. He was here for four years before they drafted Mahomes. He knows every single thing about Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yet that guy was not taken from this tree to try to catch the Chiefs. It's a Chiefs game. It's a Chiefs game. I feel bad for Eric because he should be a head coach in the NFL, but it's a Chiefs game. I just don't see how you can take somebody with that knowledge, Nick, and try to get to, like you're trying to get somewhere and you're not taking Eric Bieniemy that would be the conduit for you maybe to get there because he understands who Andy Reid is and Patrick Mahomes, the unbreakable combination. Not, not saying he's got the answer key to it, I don't know, but he certainly has a better leg up than anybody else being as a guy that's been here every day. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So I don't I, I don't uh, quite get that um, with him. 913-576-7610 is the phone line. Coming up next, though, Mitch Morse, former Missouri center and offensive lineman, said something really cool today about uh, a friend that uh, we all lost and uh, the emptiness stays large, Trez Paler, in, in his press conference, just like these, these media press conferences. Mitch Morse had something really cool to say about Therese. We'll play that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. So Mitch Morse, former chief, former Mizzou standout, played some left tackle, right tackle, was going to be a center at Missouri. Of course, he's a center in the National Football League, but Evan Bay was there at Mizzou starting at center. Evan Bay moved, by the way, Lee Summer West signed today with the Detroit Lions. So Evan Bay is still in the National Football League with the Detroit Lions. But I thought this was really classy of Mitch Morse that started off talking here about Trez Paler. Fred, I was a sophomore center at University of Missouri. And uh, Therese was a beat writer for Kansas City, but it was also from Mizzou. Um, and I, I was just having a tough go at center. I couldn't snap the ball. It was go- I was 
sailing snaps in games, and it was it was costing us big plays. And uh, one media day after a particular bad game, he comes up, or you know, a few guys. I'm, I'm not going to say names, but a few media guys go, "Are you as surprised as we are that you're still the starting center?" And as a 19-year-old, I really it crushed me. Um, I was shaken. Uh, I was emotional, and Therese. And another guy named Ahe came up to me. Didn't have to do this. This is the first time I ever met him. And he said, like, listen, pal, you're a young kid. You got this. We got your back. Let's take it one day at a time. And he, had, he didn't owe me anything. And he did that. And, um, and then I had him in Kansas City. And uh, he's just a great dude. He's a good person. Did it for all the right reasons. And we lost him. And that was, uh, and I think he's got a scholarship fund at Howard University uh, where he attended. Um, and if you get a chance, we were trying to get the shirt. Uh, the juice shirt is a juice shirt. Yeah, all, yeah, all juice team shirt. We couldn't get it here in time, um, but I just want to start off. He was a good person, and we miss him dearly. I know guys around here have the all juice team shirt. Chris mm-hmm. Ballard, the GM of the Colts, wore it. Andy Reid's talked about him. You know, Patrick Mahomes talked about him. Whatever. There's Mitch Morse in his press conference. We're off the bat talking about how Therese Therese worked the high school beat for the Star for a long time. It's how I first met him back in the day doing high school football games, and he. Went to the Mizzou beat and did a great job at that. You know, here he is giving words of encouragement. Like, that totally – like, I never heard that story till today, right? But doesn't that sound like who he was? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He, I know he would help guys in this profession, like, get to the next step, get to the next level or whatever. He would offer his advice. Um, I know by doing the show with him the last couple of years, he was so proud of, like, the interviews he would do and we'd, we'd implement them, you know, in the show and stuff like that. Just – just the words of encouragement he would give, like me, and stuff, and and I'll never forget the, um, the one of the shows we did with Therese, um was the same night that uh, my dad passed away, and it was back in December, and he still had the app up because he was listening to Trez Paler show, mm-hmm. which he did each and every week, and I had told Therese that story, and then unfortunately we lost Trez later on, but uh, we we talked a lot about you know stuff like that, but he's always willing to give encouragement. When you hear a Mitch Morris like that, like, hey, man, you know, we got your backs. That's totally him. That's who oh, yeah. he was. No, he was, I mean, he was just such an authentic dude, you know? Like, I remember because I was fairly new here for a while, you know, and I was a little bit, I'd get a little bit intimidated by some people who were way higher up in the profession than I was. And, you know, I was, I would always try to kind of feel people out whenever we'd have them on the show or like I'd produce a show for them or anything. But then, very, very quickly, Therese just made me feel comfortable because he was just, like, so cool and he was so easy going about it all and everything. But also, he would give feedback on things. You know, we'd sure. have him on our show on Saturdays and he'd hit Dusty or I up afterwards and be like, hey, love the show, you know, like, you guys are killing it on this and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, things like that from an idol of yours, it, it just goes such a long way. And I think it's, you know, it's been pretty special to see how many lives he touched. No, no question. You got Terrell Owens in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, with the speech. You were producing that night. Mm-hmm. You were producing that show. So you had, you know, brought him in. You you had talked to him down oh, yeah. the line. You and I and, and Therese did that final show. And you were shocked as, you know, all of us were. Oh, yeah. That uh, what he kind of meant to, to us and the people here and how much he loved the sport of football. And, again, like I bet him when he was cutting his teeth, couldn't do it in high school football. You know, we were both big guys at the point, you know, and – we talk about the high school food at the mm-hmm. place or whatever. Then he gets, you know, bigger and better things. Got the Mizzou beat job. Does that get to get the Chiefs beat job? And then he goes and he starts covering the National Football League and had the who's who on the show, right? 
It was with Therese Paler, so we'd get Dion and all these guys, right? It, it was incredible the amount of success that he would have still had. Oh, yeah. Like, he was well on his way to being the best writer. I, I thought he is the best writer in the National Football League. But in a lot of people's eyes, that they went back and looked at some of the stuff he did because it's like he cared. Like, it was different than just writing a story. He was writing a story because he cared. The questions he asked were always the best because he cared about what you do and why you do it. Yeah, it just goes to He was show. the most interesting guy I've ever seen in this profession. Yeah, he was so genuine about everything, you know, everything that he was doing. And it just goes to show you, you know, like the amount of people that he's made an impact on or the the lives that he's touched in football and outside of football and journalism and just, you know, generally in Kansas City and all the other communities that he's been a part of. I mean, it's it really just tells you about the kind of guy that he was. No, no question. I mean, when, when I hear stories about all the people he helped that, you know, that came out there, it's like, it doesn't surprise me. That's who he was, man. You know, a Saturday, college football day. Hey, check this guy out, man. I know you got old juice coming up at some point. Check out some Jared Patterson. Check mm-hmm. out some Jerry Judy's back and forth. But he was genuine. I mean, I, I've met few and far between like, like him, man, because the questions he asked were always the best, man. Always the best read and all this. I mean, because he cared about you, what you were doing and why you were doing it. And it was a special deal. It was great that Mitch Morse, you know, opened up his press conference talking about the late, great Therese Paler. Hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Thanks to Ron Kopp from ArrowheadPride.com for joining us. Nick Bromberg, who was talking about the name, image, and likeness rules. Not like we typically talk about with college athletes getting the, the bag. Was a high school kid from South Lake Carroll, Quinn Ewers, leave foregoing his final year of high school. He didn't need to. He's already got the credits. He's finishing one up this summer, going straight to Ohio State. Get the bag, Nick. Get the bag. That's all I got to say about that. I'll be in for Fesco in the morning uh, tomorrow. We got Pete Sweeney eight o'clock. Brad Keller show at nine thirty-five. So looking forward to that. Thanks for. Uh, calling in. Thanks for texting. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys tomorrow. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.